You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome in, everybody. It is Fantasy Football Frenzy. I was going to go on with that, but I forgot the words. Um, Fantasy Football Frenzy, back here after a Labor Day Monday. It is Tuesday, September 3rd. The NFL season is here. We're ready to go. Uh, right here, Studio 34. The Frenzy presented by SportsGrid. And uh, we got my main man, Jim Day, on the home. What's up, Fantasy Taz? How you feeling today? Hey, I'm doing good, doing good, and had a nice, enjoyable uh, Labor Day weekend, so now I'm ready to rock and roll with some football. Week one is here, baby. That's it. Labor Day weekend was the last chance to really have some uh, downtime, I guess you would say, before you know the season comes, and uh, it's, all about, it's all about the NFL for, for the next you know three months, four months. So What you talking about, Willis? And we got George Kurtz, my man. George Kurtz, what is up, my dude? Good afternoon, guys. Uh, interesting day. Kids off to school. That should be a good thing, right? You finally get rid of the brats for six hours. <laughs> Football is just uh, just five days away. And as a Cowboy fan, maybe Elliot comes back from Cabo today. Oh, oh, he he's here. I mean, it. it I know. We're making gotta, it happen. Got to sign. Got to <laughs> sign on that dotted line, man. I know, and that's the news, the latest right now. Uh, and I'm glad everybody. And everybody had a good who drafted weekend. Tony Pollard is out there scrambling, trying to trade his ass. Yeah, I drafted Pollard in a couple of leagues, but I got him real late, like 14th, 15th round type stuff because, you know, every, at the, it was at the point, it was this weekend, and it was at the point where everybody thought Zeke was signing and it was going to come back, so I took a shot in the 15th round on Pollard, not a big deal, but, um, you know, now you're, you're not liking it at all. Uh, you can't trade him. I don't think you could trade him. Like, wh- Maybe if you, if you act real quick. You may might be able to trade him to the Elliott owner for a little something, just so just so they're covered in case Elliott doesn't sign today. Maybe he signs tomorrow and he's gonna have a, a short workload on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think that's your only option right now, and no one else is gonna take him. Why would you? But maybe the Elliott owner will want to take that and will have the handcuff anyway. So that's about your only option. So there you have it. Your only option, if you do have Tony Pollard, try to sell him to the Zeke owner and get something back because. It's not going to do much on your roster, especially if you don't have Zeke, uh, which I don't in those two leagues. But Zeke signed six-year, well, it looks like he's going to sign a six-year, $15 million deal, $15 million a year uh, deal here uh, with the Cowboys, and it looks like he'll be ready to go week one. I mean, we've been saying it all along. We think that Zeke will sign, and we don't think Melvin Gordon will, and so far, it looks like that's the case here. Uh, Big news. So, Zeke... Elliot back. If you did take your chances on Zeke, you're pretty happy right now uh, because you got your featured back and you got a league winner on your hands. So everybody's happy about that. I'm glad everybody had a, a good Labor Day weekend as well. But let's get into it. Football's here. We got week one around the corner. I want to talk some stardom. Sit him today. We'll talk a little Denver Broncos today because we still have to finish up AFC stuff, AFC West. Uh, we got Broncos Raiders left and then we're done. But I do want to get into some other news. Obviously, a lot of things happened this weekend. McCoy, LaShawn what McCoy. This weekend, there wasn't anything that happened this weekend. Oh, no, yeah, nothing happened. Nothing happened. After week four uh, of the preseason, obviously, cuts needed to be made. Rosters needed to be in. So, McCoy got, LaShawn McCoy gets cut from the Bills. Uh, 
quickly soon after gets picked up by the Kansas City Chiefs, which a lot of, you know, Darwin Thompson owners especially, I think, uh, are going to hurt on that one because uh, Damian Williams obviously still going to be in the mix. This could be a three-running back committee. Who knows? Uh, it could be. But it right, looks like right now McCoy and Damian Williams are going to get the bulk of the carries there in Kansas City. And uh, things for Darwin Thompson owners. But, hey, you never know. Anything could happen. Darwin could end up make, you know, becoming the starter or could be involved in, the, in a good part of the committee by week five. Who knows? You know, uh, anything could happen. McCoy hasn't done anything. Didn't do anything last year. Of course, he's on a totally different offense this year uh, with the Chiefs after getting cut. So that's a good look for McCoy owners who got him pretty much uh, on the cheap in drafts this year. Uh, otherwise, Devin Singletary, who me, Jim, you know, George, all of us, we've been banging the drum for Devin Singletary uh, in Buffalo, saying this is a guy that we really like. You're drafting him late, uh, you know, in the double-digit rounds. And, you know, we thought he could be the starter very soon on this team. And then all of a sudden, McCoy gets cut. I just did a draft after he got cut, and um, Singletary went in the middle third round. I mean, he, That's nuts. That's nuts. He, I mean, he's just all the way up the draft board at this point. So, Jim Day, tell us a little bit about that. Devin Singletary now climbing up the draft boards. If you have him, great news. Uh, you think that – obviously, they're going to go with committee, but he's the featured back, it looks like, right now. And – I think it's a guy you can plug in right away. Well, see, that's the thing. Can you? We're not sure. Uh, you know, obviously, they let McCoy go because they feel good with what they have there. But that feel good also falls on Frank Gore and TJ Yeldon. So um, I'm not sure if this is a guy that, you know, right out of the gate is going to get 18 to 20 touches a game. I, I expect it to get to that place, but I'm just not sure he does it right away. And anybody who drafted him in the third round, you know, just wrong. Just too early, not enough meat on the bone there in, in the third round to even want right. me to even go after him at that point. Uh, all the value is gone. You're drafting him at not only his ceiling, but the team's uppermost ceiling like he got every carry. And that's just not going to happen. Yeah, that's, that's a little too high. I mean, I think people just overreacted real quick to that news and it was a home league draft that you know i was a part of and so people overhyped it but when we get back we'll talk more about some of the news and notes around the nfl heading into week one and uh you know we got some stardom sit-ems for crucial guys that are on the bubble jim day george kurtz your boy the closer will be right back fantasy football frenzy on a tuesday dailyrodo.com Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. 
I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Full-time fantasy. When you give advice to people and they always push back and they go, well, what about this? What about my eyes? Why are you asking me that? You disagree or you have a different viewpoint? So why are you asking me? I don't want to argue with you. I'm not here to fight. Maybe he doesn't ask for my opinion. I'm giving it. I'm trying to give him like, I like this guy. I like this guy. He'll go, I don't like this guy. I'm like, dude, who had Patrick Mahomes last year? Who won thousands upon thousands of dollars? I'm giving you advice. No, I don't like this guy. Seriously? Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Welcome back on this crazy train, Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Tuesday, Studio 34. We're talking uh, all the moves, mostly made by the Texans this weekend. Um, You know, they pick up Hyde after he gets cut from the Chiefs, uh, which, you know, hopefully a lot of you Hyde owners didn't just uh, cut and run when he got cut from the Chiefs. Uh, Hopefully you just waited patiently and just uh you know held on to him because he it looks like him and duke johnson will be at least splitting carries or something like that they'll both get their fair share of touches here in houston uh you got tunsil there now the offense looks a lot better a lot deeper uh watson more protected but they're getting ripped a lot for that uh for that clowny deal george how do you feel about all those moves that the texans made this weekend Weird. I mean, <laughs> a lot of a lot of panic going on there. I mean, listen, I like getting Tunsil. They, we all know, they certainly needed help as uh, far as uh, offensive line is concerned. There, I think we've known that for a while. And Tunsil will help if you had no intention of signing Clowney anyway, which obviously they did not. Okay, then you did what you had to do here. Uh, I just Hyde is is really a nobody. They're gonna have to do better than that. And I wonder if after week one, when contracts aren't guaranteed anymore, uh, if that happens, there they'll bring in some more. Mm, competition, because I don't think Hyde's the answer there. Not that there's anybody out there that is, right? But maybe, maybe you bring in a Jai, you know, and you can bring him in there, see what happens there. Uh, but you don't think Hyde, all- you don't think Hyde and Dookie together could do the job, get the job done, and produce? I think it's old Duke. I'm not worried about Hyde. Yeah, I mean, it's it's what Duke can do, but he's not that kind of running back, different kind of back here. I, I listen. If I'm a Duke Johnson owner, Hyde being ahead doesn't scare me. Yay! 
Yeah, I don't, no, I don't no. care about that. I don't care about that at all. You know, I'm not panicking there. I listen. They went all in here. It's really what they did. They gave up a lot of future here. You know, all those all those picks they gave up here. I'm not thrilled with it, but like I said, they went all in. If they happen to go, I don't know. If this makes them a Super Bowl contender. I don't know if I'd put it that far. But if they win the division, they go a couple of round, a couple of W's in the playoffs. Maybe it is worth it. But yeah. uh, this seemed, this seemed to me as a Cowboy fan to be a Jerry Jones move. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you have you know, and uh, shout out to Greg Sussman of the BFFs who we were talking about this recently, actually. Um, he's saying that, you know, Bill O'Brien, the coach, head coach of the Texans, basically uh, there's no GM there right now, and he's making all these moves to save his, you know, his job because he's on the hot seat. He hasn't done a very good job there in Houston. And, I mean, they, they make the playoffs or they come close. They're always competitive because they got Deshaun Watson. When he's healthy, that team's always good. But, um, you know, the, if he doesn't do a good job this year and they don't, Make it to the playoffs, make it pretty far, and and, and get, you know at least do some damage. Uh, I, he could be gone. He could be gone, and so I think that's why he's making all these moves. He's trying to make a move so that he can make this team a Super Bowl contender legitimately. And uh, you know that's a good point. So I think that you know, listen, maybe there's a little panic there. They don't want Clowney. Clowney don't want to be there. They don't want Clowney. It was kind of like they gave him up for not. A, I feel like they didn't get what they deserved. But then again, Clowney's also had a long injury history um, already. And, you know, he's a little bit of a problem. So it's just, I'm okay. The thing is, they made so many moves that, like, at this point, it's like, all right, their defense is still, eh, the secondary's kind of weak, and there's weak points on that defense. But, you know, this offense now, you have the protection for Watson, which is your, your franchise quarterback, and I think it's okay. Uh, part of the piece of the protection. One guy doesn't make an entire The left, line. I mean, the tackle, that's a very important part of that of that O-line. That's the most important it, it part. It is, absolutely, and yeah. I'm not going to downplay it. It was a great get to get him. I get that. Uh, Miami's selling the house for draft picks right now and saving a ton of the money tanking, on their yeah. cap for next year, so good for them. Um, and it is a good pickup for Houston, but that they need more help on that O line. So don't be don't be surprised if they continue making moves. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, you know, they're going all in here. And uh, listen, now's the time to do it. Now that Luck retired, you know, the division looks a lot weaker, uh, and it's their division to win right now. It looks like theirs to win. So you no, know, we'll I, I saw an inter- interesting stat today. Uh, I feel like Jim Day with the, with the stats here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston has had four number one overall picks, and none of those four has received a second contract from the Texans. Take that for whatever you want. Just kind of curious. Four number one overall picks, and not a one received a second contract from Houston. Interesting. Four one, number one overall picks. Who are they besides Clowney? That, uh, I can think of one other one. I, I, the other two, I have no idea. It's going to be early in their history, I imagine, when yeah. they first... Uh, one first has to up. be when they first... Uh, came into the league because they had to have the, for the first pick as an expansion team, right? You would think. Yeah. I think they got an offensive lineman, actually. Um, I don't remember who it was, though. But, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, Texans, we'll see what happens with them. A lot of moves. Like we said, Singletary gets a prominent role in fantasy now, so it's a guy you want. And for the most part, a lot of people got him for a good price. Uh, and now he's a featured back. On a team that a lot of people might say, oh, well, you know, the Bills aren't great offensively, but at the same time, you know, if Josh Allen runs the ball a lot and he could, you know, at least keep them in games here, Singletary will get his opportunities and I'm sure he'll get some pass catching opportunities too. Like George said, Duke Johnson, I'm not worried about Carlos Hyde, although I do think Carlos Hyde could be somewhat valuable in fantasy as a bench role player, of course. 
uh, on the Texans now, but much better than what he would have been in the Chiefs uh, because I feel like he was just off the depth chart at that point, and if, it would have been nothing. It would have been no touches. Now he's going to get some touches, and Duke Johnson still should get all the pass-catching work. So, you know, I think if you got Duke Johnson, you're pretty happy. Uh, otherwise, I want to do... Because uh, news... That was pretty much the big news all around the NFL this weekend. I want to do uh, some stardom sit for week one because now's the time. We've mostly all drafted. Uh, everybody's ready to go. And we got to go look at these guys that are on the fence right now. Would you start them week one or not? And let's start with that Thursday night game. This Thursday night, you got the, the Green Bay Packers at Chicago Bears. And the reason why they did that, of course, is because it's probably the, you know, the most historic rivalry in the NFL. You know, it's the 100th season of the NFL and... Uh, they wanted to put that rivalry together. I get it. And it is a very good game. So, uh, quite frankly, it's a very good game. Now, my question is, start him, sit him, number one, Jim Day. Aaron Jones. Okay, I know you drafted him as an RB2. Mostly everybody drafted him as an RB2, right? Uh, especially in 12-team leagues. Are you starting Aaron Jones week one at Chicago Thursday night? Jim Day. Well, you know, that it's kind of ridiculous to ask me that without giving me No, with the benches. Choices. Right, right, right. Well, no, yeah. You, if, if I don't know who else I, I have the choice of, I, well, let's say you have, I'm starting Aaron Jones. Le, okay. So, well, let's say, well, for all these questions, right, let's say you have a capable start guy on the bench that you could start this week. Let's say, you know, it's a tough choice. It's not like, oh, I have to start Aaron Jones. I have no one else that could really do what he's capable of. Or is it going to get the touches on my bench? Let's say you have... Because you usually always have one guy on the bench, at least, that you could possibly start week one. Uh, that, you know, like, I don't know, a Marvin Jones or some, someone that could get production and, and give you more points than your last starter on your team. So Aaron Jones playing such a, such a tough matchup. You say start him. What about you, George Kurtz? You got somebody decent on your bench that you could start here, remember? Well, Jimmy's right. You're going to need to have somebody pretty good to sit Aaron Jones. I mean, I think the better analysis, do I want to start him? Well, I'd rather not. Here's a Chicago Bears defense. I'd rather pass on that. Plus, right. I think this, I think this Green, Bay, Green Bay offense as a whole is going to be a work in progress to the first month of the season. I don't think we're going to see it really uh, connect until October. So I would lean towards the other person. You know, uh, if it's Duke Johnson, yeah, I'm starting Duke Johnson over. But you might need him in your flex. So you may be going down to your fourth option here. So you're probably starting Jones. I'm not going to get too cute here. There's a reason you drafted him in round three or round two. I mean, he is, he is a good back here, but I don't think you're going to see production in week one. Right, right. It's going to be tough against the Chicago Bears defense. And, of course, um, you know, listen, you, you want to plug him in. It's a guy that you drafted early. I just think week one, Thursday night, that's the other thing. You remember, guys, Thursday night, you got any guys that you're starting Thursday night, you got to plug them into the RB slot or the wide receiver slot. You can't put them in the flex. Why? Because you need to have guys that are playing on Sunday in the flex just in case something happens between Thursday and Sunday. So you got to plug your Green Bay Packers and your Chicago Bears in at RB1 at the running back spots or the wide receiver spots or a tight end spot or wherever it is because you cannot put them in the flex. You have to have that flexibility. That's what it's there for. Uh, but here's another one. I know it's, it's like, how could you not? But in today's fantasy football where you have great backup quarterbacks... Jim, are you starting Aaron Rodgers against the Bears? Well, man, um, look, week one, probably, yeah. You don't really want to sit your studs. It's a tough matchup, but look, this is what it is. Thursday night football to start the season. I can't sit Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to sit Aaron Rodgers. I get it. All right, we'll be right back. Head to commercial. Fancy football frenzy. Jim Day, your boy, the close of George Kurtz on a Tuesday, baby. We'll be right back.
full-time fantasy. Boyd's never really there on my radar. It's not that I don't like him. I do like Tyler Boyd, and I, and I really like him for the first four or five weeks. I think in round five, where you would take him, I've been taking a running back. Okay, I think even receivers, too. Again, it depends who's on the board, but yeah, I'm trying to think. I have, I might have Boyd in one league. I definitely don't have much. Uh, I just feel like there's other players in that range that I've been taking. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. The morning after. Colorado. Not yet legal, but legislation proposed. What the hell's taking you so long? You've already legalized yeah, yeah. weed. They probably forgot. They'll <laughs> <laughs> get around. Like, They'll get around. They're like, yeah, legalized sports betting. They'll be like, dude, I thought we already did. Oh, like, why? Like, yeah, of course. Like, who can say no in Colorado now? Really? You go to a Bronco game, it's like Cheech and Chong in a parking lot. Weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, Channel 719. Are you a modern-day warrior? Well, then you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament, setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. Or join the countless number of people who have won thousands of dollars playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you are playing Daily Fantasy Sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL Annual Pass with a faster optimizer smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. There you have it. Jim Day reads DailyRoto.com. Check it out. 
pro- promo code action right there. All right. Fantasy Football Frenzy back on a Tuesday. And um, first of all, I wanted to say, Jim, Devin Singletary actually went 4-1 in that draft. So fourth round, first pick, still pretty rich. Still too early. Still too early. Still pretty rich right there in the home league. Uh, big money home league, too. Steal plenty of work, and Yeldon's going to get a piece, too. So Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely looking at a full timeshare, in my opinion, there. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting. That's why week one is... Week one's very important to see what type of touches a lot of these running backs are going to get uh, and just, you know, wide receivers, tight ends, everybody in general. Uh, so it should be interesting. I think Singletary ends up getting a lot by, uh, you know, midseason. He'll be tra- entrenched as a starter, I think. I think Yeldon will get his fa- share of, uh, you know, passing down work, but uh, I think just Singletary's the best back here. Uh, Gore is just, you know, at this point, a backup, I think. There's, no, uh, there's nothing left in that tank. Uh, even though he had a great career, I much respect to him. Uh, he lasted way longer than anybody thought. Uh, also, Goon Squad. Are you talking Gore down? Frank Gore. Yeah, he may not be a fantasy viable running back anymore, but he's still a damn good NFL. He's still back. he's still a he good ran running back. Good for for them for Miami last year. He did. Uh, yeah, I'm, look, I don't again, know if he he's has not a fantasy viable guy. Yeah, but he's still an NFL running back and doing quite well. He's still in oh great yeah, shape. much respect for his age to still be doing what he's doing. Absolutely, and he rushed. He's right, very well in terms of yards per carry and everything like that last year. I just you know obviously he's not going to be able to get the volume he once was able to. So it's just like you know there's no way he's going to be able to be a featured back. Okay, I just at this point in his career, it's it might be too tough on him. Uh, but like I was saying, Goon Squad. Uh, draft is tonight. The Goon Squad draft tonight. No, it's not. I mean, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, 8.45 p.m. Eastern time. You're right. Good catch, Jim. 8.45 p.m. Eastern time. We got the draft uh, order, everything. Uh, you guys have been sending me, you know, buy-ins for Venmo, so appreciate that, and I'll let you know if anything changes, but otherwise, get ready. Tomorrow night, we're doing the damn thing. All right. Back to what we were talking about, and that's stardom sit We're talking about guys that are on the fence. I know Rodgers, obviously, isn't on the fence, but it is a tough matchup. And today's Rogers fantasy could football, be on the fence. Okay. I mean, he, 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 think about this. Uh, think about your question on, on the break here. Would you rather start – I'm looking at guys who are legitimate quarterback twos here. Would right. you rather start Rodgers or maybe Jared Goff? I would rather start Goff in this matchup. So would I. Yeah. So what I I don't think I don't think what I'm trying to say is I don't think Rodgers is an automatic here where you oh no doubt in my mind uh, I'm going to start Rodgers I don't think it, he's that at all here and I like uh, Rodgers but I keep saying it that a the Bears have a great a very great defense right yes. we know that all and around. I think that offense that Packers offense is going to struggle for the month of September I think with a new have head some coach too here. yeah I think they're going to suffer, suffer some growing pains you know so uh, I don't think Rodgers is an automatic like he used to be right and th- I that's the thing I guess it's that. And I'm glad you said that, George, because it's like, in most people's heads, you think of Aaron Rodgers, it's like, oh, how are you going to sit Aaron Rodgers? You're talking about a, you know, legendary quarterback here, uh, you know, in the making still. But, you know, this is a guy who usually avoids a lot of turnovers and usually just goes off in games, gets a ton of touchdowns, usually gets it done when he's healthy. But the matchup is so tough. This is the best defense in the league. This was the best defense last year by a long shot. And... You know, you in the, today's fantasy football, you just have other quarterbacks that are very good going as QB twos on, on your bench. You could have, listen, Jimmy Garoppolo, Gucci Garoppolo, my boy. He's got a great matchup week one. He's at Tampa just, Bay. Just looking at that, he's okay, going to eat. You're telling me you'd stop, you'd start Jimmy Garoppolo over Aaron Rodgers? Yes, sir. You're a freaking. <laughs> you wouldn't do it. 
No, not any, not even close. Especially after the preseason he's had. Oh, Maybe he had a good. Gl- some- he had a great oh, game the last time. Oh, yeah. he was so good for that <laughs> half a quarter. Oh my God, he's got to get my starting lineup. Well, I could say he was so Let's good for that one. He was so bad for that one series. I could say the same thing and make it sound like you make it sound. <laughs> I could say, oh, he was bad for one series. Oh, so what? You know, he was good for one half. He was I mean, bad you could say that. for the entire preseason. He was bad. The entire it's hard, preseason? It's hard to sit Rogers for Garoppolo. It I is, know. Man, I mean, that, 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 man that almost hurts. That almost hurts. But Garoppolo's not going to get a better matchup than Tampa Bay. Exactly. He's not. And uh, so that. I don't think I. I think I'm with Jim. I don't think I could do it. I, I don't think I could pull that trigger if I drafted Rodgers as your top five quarterback. I don't think I could sit in for Garoppolo, who's really a bottom end quarterback too. The, the preseason, granted, uh, he, he it was terrible, <laughs> but I don't know if I feel that much different. Even if he had a good preseason. I think that's the key there. It, it's Rodgers for you know Garoppolo for Rodgers. That's tough. But I'll, I gotta tell you, it. I don't. I'm not, I'm not like Jim, where it's an automatic. No, I know. I don't think I. I don't think I can do it. But I don't think it's an automatic. Though. I think it's a situation where I might look at the, if I'm playing Jim Day, I'm going to look at this day. Oh, wow. Good chance Jim's going to kick my ass this week. You know what? I need somebody with upside. Upside. You know, and I think Garoppolo gives me that upside. That's a one chance I might do it. But if it's just a straight A, you know, Jim, it's 50 50 while playing Jim Day. You know what? Let's stick at Rogers. Let's not be cute. Because I think Garoppolo over Rogers is the definition of cute. You think that's cute? Okay. All right. I mean, listen, I get it. In your head, it's like in most people's heads who've been watching the NFL for a long time, playing fantasy for a long time, it's like, how could you start Gucci Garoppolo, who hasn't proven anything really in his career yet, against, you know, over Rogers? I'm pulling the plug. Week one, I'm pulling the plug on Aaron Rodgers. I'm putting Gucci back in. But listen. Yeah, but that's because Gucci is your guy. Yeah. You've been in love with him for years. Yeah. You know, I'm sure you have a picture of him on your ceiling. That's correct. For those moments you get to spend alone. <laughs> um, you know, so, you know, there's a difference between what you would do and what a normal <laughs> fantasy football player would do. Well, we'll see what happens. I know. You're right. You're right. Because for most people, it's like, it's painful to do. For me, it's like, oh, it feels great to put... Gucci right in there. But here's the problem. I don't have Garoppolo in any leagues yet, and I don't have Aaron Rodgers in any leagues yet. So I don't have that decision to make um, because I still have two more drafts to go before I'm completely done, and I will take Gucci in one of them. But uh, I probably won't take Rodgers. I I just haven't really... I don't know. I feel like I'm taking Watson. I I would go for Watson more, and I have Watson in one league, but I'm just not like targeting Rodgers. I guess if he fell to me and he stood out to me, I would do it. Uh, kind of how George feels about most players. That's how I feel about Rodgers. I know he's great, and I know he could have a great season, MVP season. You know, we're kind of it's kind of going under the radar a little bit, but you know, I would gladly take him. It's just that week one, I don't know. It's just hard to project anything higher than uh, it's just not a very high ceiling in this game. I just don't see him throwing the ball all over the place. If anything, you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough sledding the whole game for them. So we'll see what happens, though. I would say if you really well, wanted still- to. Vegas still has him at a pretty high-scoring game. The over/under is forty-six and a half, and you know Packers implied point totals are almost twenty-two points. So it's not like they're expecting to score ten points, right? They're expecting about yeah, two probably two touchdowns or something like that. Two, two, three touchdowns. Well, three right? touchdowns, just over 20, twenty-one point twenty-one and three quarters points is what the numbers come out to. But right, so figure twenty-two points, so three touchdowns basically. Right, right, and that, but that could turn out to be you know two touchdowns and a bunch of field goals. It could work out to be a bunch of things, no yeah. doubt about it. But if they're scoring twenty-two points, 
probably a good part of that is Rodgers having something to do with. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be 11 safeties. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But uh, let's move on here. How about in the same game, Tariq Cohen? Are we starting Tariq Cohen in the flex week one? Uh, I'll tell you this. I know that in the GST league, I have David Montgomery. Me and Steve Satterboy split that league. I have David Montgomery and Tariq Cohen, and we're plugging them both in week one. We're uh, putting them both at RB1 and RB2 because they're playing Thursday night. So we have Dalvin Cook as our other running back. We're putting him in the flex. But I'm doing it. I'm going for it. I think that both guys could eat in this game because you're talking about Montgomery being the starter and getting a hand, you know, a lot of touches just in general for being the, the lead back here. And then you have uh, Cohen who, in a game where the Packers could hang around and you know they, they're a very good offense at times, Cohen should, might get a lot of... Uh, passing down work as well. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Are, are you on the fence of, of it? I obviously, you know, it depends on who you have in your bench, but would you lean more towards starting him or not? Let's start with you, George. I would assume I lean more, more towards starting him. Uh, once again, uh, now you, we're putting more players in the possible player pool here to start over because now wide receivers. I don't think he wouldn't be a running back too, but he'd be in the flex conversation. So there might be a receiver I like better. But odds are, once again, I'm starting. I'm not worried about his production. Let's put it that way. I think, he, as you said, I think he'll eat on Thursday night against Green Bay. Not the greatest defense on the planet. Better than I think they're better than they were last year. Mm-hmm. But I think I think Cohen eats. So I'll say probably, unless I have a very good uh, a very good receiving court, which maybe I do. Maybe I have four deep receivers. I think once again, you're looking at would you start Cohen or someone in the probably got- in the Sterling Shepard range. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm receiver 35, and that's a tougher call for me. I'd probably still go Cohen a little safer. How about this? How about Cohen or Robbie Anderson in that rough, rough matchup week one? Cohen. Cohen. And plus, Robbie's banged up a little bit, right? What about you, Jim Day? Injury and defense. Injury and defense, right? Tredavious White. Oh, yeah, that's a tough one. I'm not sure I trust Cohen. I mean, that is, but Robbie Anderson, I'm not sure I trust him, (laughs) especially in that matchup. Right. Uh, Yeah, man. If I drafted this team, I'd probably pull out a gun and shoot myself in the head. You come uh, on! You draft Cohen. You draft Robbie Anderson. You like? I him. don't. It's a have, little drastic. I don't think I have any shares of Cohen in any league. Really? At all? Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah, I, I, look, he's he's very hit or miss. He's, I only have one. one. Of those guys, he'll either have a really good game or he won't do a damn thing for you. And I hate those kind of guys in season long leagues. Maybe in best ball, I take a shot, but he was going too early for me. So no, I don't have any shares of him at all. I got quite a few shares of Robbie Anderson. There you go. So I mean, I would say Cohen's a lot. You know, a lot better than just uh, one really good week, one horrible week. He barely, he didn't have that many duds this year. He had some duds, but for the most part, he was pretty damn good last year. We'll see with the cut down of work. Everybody's off him, but I'm still on him. We'll be right back. Get some more stardom sit-ins in Denver Broncos. Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the close of Chris Ventra on a Tuesday. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I 
I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Did we just become best friends? Yup! The best friends forever. I haven't really moved Dante Pettis at all. I got convinced that, like, hey, he's extremely talented. He's an early-round draft pick. He was great toward the end of last season. None of that's changed. But he's healthy. He's still as talented. Not healthy. He's dealing with, like, this groin injury right now. But, like, he played an entire preseason game. They didn't pull him out. I mean, they're playing him deep into the fourth quarter. I mean, they're trying to use it as a, as a motivational tactic, but it seems like they almost hurt themselves and hurt Dante Pettis by doing so. Watch live weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on Sumo TV, channel 719. Got the club going up on the Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut and she choose a club going up on a Tuesday. We back on a Tuesday. Yeah. One hit wonder with Drake. Uh, that is on a Tuesday. It is Fantasy Football Frenzy. Welcome back. Presented by Sports Grid here. Got the Fantasy Sharks, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, George Kurtz. We're talking week one stardom. Sit them. Guys that are on the fence here right now. Uh, that, you know, bad matchup or just a guy that's naturally on the fence uh, as well, a starter. Before we, we get into that, I'd really love to dive more into sure. the whole Kansas City backfield and get your the, your opinions on what you think is going to happen here. Because I'll be honest, I'm not sure myself. Yeah, I mean... That's a, also a good question for the week one stardoms, too, because they're playing Jacksonville uh, and at Jacksonville. So, you know, my, one of my big stardom sims is, do you start Damian Williams, George? Huh. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, and once again, it's going to be difficult. He, he, he might have been drafted as your running back one. I mean, uh, people drafted earlier on. Uh, you might have got him as an RB1. Do you have enough depth not to start him? Do you have two other running backs that you could start of a... Uh, over Damian Williams. I don't right. know. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't have that problem. I didn't draft Williams in any league. Not that I knew something like this was happening. He just didn't fall to me. 
I might have in some best ball leagues. I'm talking about redraft leagues. Uh, so, hey, uh, I don't have to worry about that. I do have LaShawn McCoy in one league, uh, Scott Fishball, I believe. But that's because we drafted 8,000 players. And he just, you know, once again, he was there in like round 14, 15. I wish I could tell you this is going to happen. Uh, well, that, that league, you start a lot of people, man. You got like yeah. four flexes, right? Something like that. So I might be plugging him in. I think mm. right now I'm on the border here, but not the best matchup. You know, that's the problem here. I'm starting this. You're still starting the studs. I'm still starting Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey. But after that, I'd rather not. How about that? I'd rather not. Right, right. I agree with you. It, it's Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill. Those are for sure, of course. Uh, Sammy Watkins, bubble starter. I, I'd rather start Sammy Watkins and Damian Williams, though, I think. Um, and, yeah, about this backfield, Jim Day. <laughs> Uh, Damian Williams, I guess it's just going to be Damian Williams, LaShawn McCoy, right? Darwin Thompson takes a back seat for now. It looks like those two, for the most part, are going to get the touches. I'm sure Darwin Thompson will get, like, three to five in the game. Uh, that's it for now? So you're not... You can't, you can't start Thompson. Yeah, you can't touch Thompson right now. You can't put him in. Keep on your bench. I wouldn't drop him either. Yeah, I think right. I drop He's definitely him. a hold for now. He's a hold for now. And then, um, you know, McCoy, I wouldn't start week one. I wouldn't start any of these. Just the whole, like George said, the whole backfield. Don't do week one. Let's see what happens, uh, especially against Jacksonville. I mean, there's yeah. just no reason oh, okay. to. I it sort of gives you that. an excuse not to start him, right? Because it's Jacksonville, yeah. so you sort of have an excuse to say, take a wait-and-see approach. Right. Now, see, I, right? I, yeah, I don't agree with that. Go ahead. Um, week one, I have to say it's going to be Damian Williams. He's going to get most of the work just because he's been there. He's up to snuff. Yeah. He knows the new wrinkles in the offense. I'm more worried about LaShawn McCoy as the weeks drag on. You know, can he, you know, take over that offense? And everybody out there is saying, oh, there's no chance. He, he was terrible last year. There's no way he can bounce back this year. And mm -hmm. uh, he's just, it was terrible for them to even get him. Damian Williams is still a guy. You know what? To me, that's lazy analysis because let's face it. What we got to do is go back to last year to look for an older running back coming off a terrible season and going on to have a, a great season. Yeah, right. Adrian Peterson. Mm -hmm. Year before, terrible. 2.2 yards per carry average. Looked like he was totally toast. Comes back last year on a terrible Washington offense. Off O-line in, in you know shambles. Working with their fourth-string quarterback. All the wide receivers are hurt, and the guy still puts up a thousand yards in that offense. Are you telling me that LaShawn McCoy, going from a terrible Buffalo Bills team mm -hmm. to a great Kansas City team with his old coach, with a great system around him, can't bounce back and have a great season and take over that offense again? No, to I... me that to absolutely say that can't happen, to me that's lazy analysis. Yeah, I agree. I don't think you could I don't think you could say that can't happen. Uh, I think, obviously, the situation's a little different. AP came into a situation where Geis was out for the year. They had no other real running backs that could, you know, take the bulk of the carries. So AP was the de facto lead runner, and he ended up, you know, doing really well. I just, here you have a lot of backs that are impressive. Uh, and, you know, it looks like this is a full-blown committee. And that doesn't mean that McCoy can't do well. I th There's one point that you make here, like, the Chiefs' offense, in general... I feel like two running backs could do really well this season on the Chiefs offense. Like, last year was just Kareem Hunt because that's who got all the carries. If you gave two running backs and split carries on the Chiefs last year, I bet both of them would have been 
possibly both starting running backs on fantasy teams. I mean, it's just you're in a system where everybody's eating and scoring points. Those that Chiefs teams are always getting down to the goal line. So running backs are going to get opportunities for touchdowns. Except you have a coach who likes to use one back. Right, but he's doing a committee he now. He doesn't like to use multiple backs. He's going he's to have to. he's got a back now in the system yeah. that he likes. That he likes a lot. So you he think knows. there's a lot of carries coming for McCoy? I, I'm not saying it, it is absolutely going to happen, but to just write it off as not even possible like I've been seeing people do all weekend is ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous to think that all of a sudden this doesn't you know, re-enervate uh, McCoy and get him wanting to play again. Look, right. if you were on Buffalo last year, at the tail end of your career, you know it. You know you're never going to get another big contract anywhere. You, you know all of these things. The team stinks. You can't do anything with the team. You don't care. Now, all of a sudden, you got, you're on a team that has a chance to be a Super Bowl contender and playing for a coach you know that knows you. They're paying him a lot more money than, than they're paying Damian Williams. Right. And you could say, oh, that doesn't matter. But, yes, it does. Um, you know, it's just. It, look, I've been touting Damian Williams all offseason, and I'm worried about him now. I am absolutely worried that he is going to end up becoming, still staying the number one running back now that McCoy is there. Um, I just, man, I just am. I can't get over that feeling. Yeah. Well, listen, this is why I, uh, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes you got to fade, really, and I hate using this trendy term but fade the public where you like basically can't everybody was on you aren't the only one Every, a lot of people were on Damian Williams before this preseason started like everybody's like oh I remember uh even the fantasy exec shout out to the exec love Damian Williams in the offseason he was saying oh that's that's my guy you know coming into 2019 and I just never bought it I've never been a, a Williams guy I just feel like where he was going it's like you're you're expecting a lot from a guy who had a small sample size uh, and you're drafting him high, you're paying a good price. So this is what ha- ends up happening because he doesn't have that pedigree. They bring in a McCoy, the Darwin Thompson look good. All of a sudden, this becomes a committee, and all the people that drafted Damian Williams in the third round are, you know, they're worried now. They're scared. Well, you know, I don't have Damian Williams anywhere, uh, and this is the reason why. I don't trust a lot of those third-round running backs. George, how do you feel about the whole situation in general for the Chiefs? I can only further Jim's point, and what I mean by that is, you know, Damian Williams was a pretty much a jag, a nobody until he came to Kansas City. Right. Right? Is it <laughs> Damian Williams, LaShawn McCoy, they're, they're never going to see an eight-man front. It's going to be a rarity, right? Maybe on third and one, third, fourth and one, sure. But you're rarely going to see uh, you know, high run fronts because they're worried about Mahomes. They're worried about Hill. Safety has to play over the top. Safeties have to play deep. They can't play anywhere near the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. They have no choice there. So it's. Yeah, I think it's one of the reasons why Damian Williams did so well last year. I don't think he's a special back. I don't. Right. He never was any uh, with Miami. You know, but he came to the right place where any, I don't want to say anybody can run, but at the right a time. lot of running backs, right, right, right place, right time where a lot of running backs could run. I think Jim's right. I think uh, LeSean McCoy. There's a lot of things there that point that he's going to be a good back. It's a once again. He's never going to see a high front. Andy Reid knows him. Andy Reid trusts him. Andy Reid will find ways to get him the ball in space. Yes. Because that's what LeSean McCoy does best. Yes. Uh, I think eventually uh, this is going to come fairly close to a 50-50 split. My only, uh, my only reason to be down on McCoy would be this. Uh, when's the injury happening? You know, he gets hurt. And that, I mean, he does, doesn't miss games, but he misses series, misses halves, misses quarters. He's a frustrating player. He seems to always to be that player questionable you're waiting till 11 30 to see if he uh, active yeah. on game days you know he, he can drive you nuts that way 
But uh, yeah, I have I have hope for LaShawn McCoy. And listen, I only have one draft left. I think it's tomorrow night with uh, our league here. It'd be highly unlikely you see me uh, draft Damian Williams unless he falls post round five. Right, right. That's the thing. I, I felt like if you wanted to take Williams this year, I feel like I wanted it at the value where if he would drop later in the draft, but in the third round, I wasn't touching it. So, uh, and I, listen, I, I think that's the reason for the committee. What George said just here is the injury and the age of McCoy. I think that's why Reed might keep. McCoy fresh the whole season by throwing in Damian Williams and Darwin Thompson. This is a little bit of a committee. I wouldn't be surprised if McCoy has the most touches on the team, though, every week I would, out of all those running backs. I would not be surprised because if you guys don't know what everybody's alluding to right now with Andy Reid and LaShawn McCoy history is uh, back in Philadelphia with the Eagles. Uh, you know, that was his featured back when he was head coach there. So, you know, he's back. He's got a guy. And, uh, and like J- Jim said, I think this does rejuvenate Something in McCoy. He's on a good team, a Super Bowl contender. McCoy could well, get I'm that chance. I'm saying it could. I'm it, not saying it I, will. I'm I don't see it how can. it won't. I don't see how you don't get well, rejuvenated. You, you go never for know. I mean, like George alluded to, he, he, McCoy has played banged up a lot, you know, last couple of years. And, you know, so it could be an injury that takes him out of the right. equation. But I, all, you know, again, I'm not saying that McCoy comes in and tears it up. I'm saying the possibility exists that that happens. The range of outcomes now for McCoy are wild, yeah. Puts him up there as being a top back if he's fully healthy and really motivated to play. In this offense, it absolutely does. The other side of the coin could be that he plays a week and a half. He gets injured. We don't see him for four weeks. He tries to come back, and it's just a cluster bomb all year. Uh, But outside of that, you know, it's – I just – I couldn't understand how everybody was just writing it off totally. Oh, it doesn't matter. He doesn't matter. You know, Damian Williams is still a guy. And every time somebody said that, all I could do was shake my head because to me, that's just lazy. Yeah. See, and I feel feel like this about a lot of... A lot of guys and a lot of things that happened this preseason in fa- fantasy, a lot of people, you know, jump on bandwagons and it becomes like a public thing and everybody's on it. And it's like, sometimes you got to be like, you got to go against that grain because not everybody's going to be right about these things. And it looks like, you know, the Damian Williams hype just died down completely. That train came to a halt. Uh, and, and what I mean by rejuvenated is like re- rejuvenated in energy terms in, in McCoy's you know, his energy level now has to be at a different level going from Buffalo to Kansas City who has a shot for a Super Bowl. And I'm sure that's what he's looking for, just a shot. And now, he, you know, it's just being on a much better offense too. I think his energy level will be higher. We'll see how that turns out on the field. But I could see him doing pretty damn well and being a, a guy that, you know, steps in as a surprise, a uh, little bit of a breakout here early in the season. I don't know, like you guys said, with the injuries, who knows how long it lasts. But for now... It's kind of messy, and I would not start any of them week one against the Jaguars. Uh, so, you know, it's just too tough a matchup, and there's too many running backs there right now. Uh, we don't know what that's going to shake out to be. Uh, other guys, and I, I wanted to talk Denver Broncos, but we're here at the end of the program here. I just want to do one more start sit with the Denver Broncos. <laughs> we could do Broncos and Raiders tomorrow. No big deal. Um, really is no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. Uh Royce Freeman. Any of you guys plugging in Royce Freeman at Oakland Monday night? They're playing at ten twenty Monday night, Eastern Standard Time. Any of you guys plugging him in? Boy, if things are really bad for my team if I got to put him in. <laughs> I mean, Lindsey should. St- I think you should start Lindsey. I was going to say Lindsey, but Lindsey should be plugged in against Oakland. No, agreed. agreed. Yeah. All right. I can't, I can't see having three better than Lindsey. Uh, you could have two better than Lindsey, so maybe he doesn't make a flex. 
I, I could see you having Lindsay as a third back and you have strong wide receivers or two great tight ends, whatever it might be, and you don't need him as a flex. I can see that, uh, but I'm not shying away from Lindsay. I, I do have him in one league, and he starts for me. There you go. So Lindsay's starting, but for Freeman, probably not, right? Jim, you off that? Uh, things went bad. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> if I'm starting Freeman in week one, I did a lousy job of drafting. Okay, so there you have what it. he said. I just wanted to get a Denver Bronco in there because that's the only one I would really question. Otherwise, you're starting Sanders probably as a flex and uh, against Oakland, I would. Uh, and there's really no one else in Denver that we could really talk about here. So there you have it. Fancy Football Frenzy on a Tuesday. We'll see you all tomorrow. Season's coming up. BFFs are up next. You to victory as you swing for the fences playing daily fantasy baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com I'm gonna miss you Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy I didn't want it to end How do you feel about all those moves that the Texans made this weekend? 
weird. A lot of panic going on there. I mean, listen, I like getting Tunsil. They, we all know they certainly needed help as uh, far as uh, offensive line is concerned there. I think we've known that for a while. And Tunsil will help. If you had no intention of signing Clowney anyway, which obviously they did not, okay. Then you did what you had to do here. I just, Hyde is, is really a nobody. They're going to have to do better than that. And I wonder if after week one, when contracts aren't guaranteed anymore, that happens there, they'll bring in some more competition. Because I don't think Hyde's the answer there. And not that there's anybody out there that is. Maybe you bring in a Jai, you know, and you bring him in there, see what happens there. You don't think Hyde and Dookie together could do the job, get the job done and produce? I think it's old Duke. I'm not worried about Hyde. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's what Duke can do, but he's not that kind of running back, different kind of back here. I, I Listen, if I'm a Duke Johnson owner, Hyde being ahead doesn't scare me. Yay. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't I, care about that. I don't care about that at all. You know, I'm not panicking there. I listen. They went all in here. It's really what they did. They gave up a lot of future here. You know, all those all those picks they gave up here. I'm not thrilled with it, but like I said, they went all in. If they happen to go, I don't know. If this makes them a Super Bowl contender. I don't know if I put it that far. But if they win the division, they go a couple of round, a couple of W's in the playoffs. Maybe it is worth it. But yeah. uh, this this seemed to me as a Cowboy fan to be a Jerry Jones move. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have, you know, and uh, shout out to Greg Sussman of the BFFs. Um, he's saying that, you know, Bill O'Brien, uh, there's no GM there right now. And he's making all these moves to save his job because he's on the hot seat. He hasn't done a very good job there in Houston. And they make the playoffs or they come close. They're always competitive because they got Deshaun Watson. When he's healthy, that team's always good. But if he doesn't do a good job this year and they don't, Make it to the playoffs, make it pretty far, and and, and get, you know at least do some damage. Uh, I, he could be gone. He could be gone, and so I think that's why he's making all these moves. He's trying to make a move so that he can make this team a Super Bowl contender legitimately. And uh, you know that's a good point. So I think that you know maybe there's a little panic there. They didn't want Clowney. Clowney don't want to be there. They don't want Clowney. It was kind of like they gave him up for not. A, I feel like they didn't get what they deserved. But then again, Clowney's also had a long injury history um, already. You know he's a little bit of a problem. I'm okay. The thing is, they made so many moves that like at this point, it's like all right, their defense is still eh, the secondary's kind of weak, and there's weak points on that defense, but. You know, this offense now, you have the protection for Watson, which is your, your franchise quarterback, and I think it's okay. Uh, part of the piece of the protection. One guy doesn't make an entire The left, line. I mean, the tackle, that's a very important part of that of that O-line. That's the most important it, it part. It is, absolutely, and yeah. I'm not going to downplay it. It was a great get to get him. I get that. Uh, Miami's selling the house for draft picks right now and saving a ton of the money tanking, on their yeah. cap for next year, so good for them. Um, and it is a good pickup for Houston, but they need more help on that O-line. So don't be, don't be surprised if they continue making moves.